guys hello um it has been a minute since i have recorded or um just even published anything so um we had to get through the holidays and you know how crazy that can be sometimes so um and then it was so it was thanksgiving christmas new year's and then ethan's birthday and my birthday so um We've been a little busy, but I was just so excited to get back to recording. Um, I've got some fun topics today. It's, I'm going to keep it um, kind of light and fun. Just um, some, I'm going to talk about fashion trends. Um, maybe give you guys, somebody asked about um, some devotionals that I like. Um, and then maybe we'll get into um, some other stuff at the end, but we'll see how much time we have. So. I'm just so excited um, to be recording again. I'm in the process right now of um, getting a camera set up and microphone and kind of all of the podcasty stuff. Um, so stay tuned for that. I may have, um, like on my Instagram page, I might have some video clips if I can figure that out. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of from there getting, I flipped my desk area around and I'm going to hopefully get a cute little setup going here, um, for when I record and I have myself on video, um, but we'll see. So let's get into it. Um, I posted a, what are those called on Instagram? Like a question box. Um, and I asked kind of what people would want to hear on a podcast if I did one kind of before I started this. Um, and so, yeah, I, this one is really fun. Somebody asked what my hot take on certain fashion trends were, and they gave me some examples and then some I came up with on my own. Um, so I think these are, some of them are really funny. Some of them you guys might be offended by, but this is just my personal, um, preference on these really popular fashion trends right now. Um, and take it or leave it. You can have your own opinions. Um, but the first one I want to start out with is the Birkenstock, like that looks, it's like a closed, it looks like a, um, slide almost. Um, yeah, it, those are just interesting to me because one, they're expensive, for something to me that looks like it should be like a ratty old shoe that you just like throw on to go out to the garage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that one's a little questionable to me. Um, if you have these or if you like them and wear them, um, absolutely no offense to you at all. Um, this is, like I said, just my personal preference. And um yeah, I just, I think they're interesting. Um, okay. Next one, sheer tights. I am loving this right now. So you do like an oversized sweater, right? Or like a sweater and a skirt and sheer tights, some cute shoes. Um, the little bow trend with that is so cute. I'm loving that right now. I feel like it's, um, sophisticated, but it still is kind of a statement. Um, so I think that's really cool and really cute. Can be really cute. 
Um, like I said, the bow trend, love. Okay, so people were putting the um, bows in their Christmas trees, and I'm seeing them now like on candles and on fireplace mantles and obviously in your hair. Um, love. I think it's so feminine and dainty and cute. Um, it's just like a fun way to dress up an outfit or add a little, um, just a fun twist to your home decor. So I'm loving that. Um, the corset look, so like, you know, you see shirts or now they have even dresses that like have a little corset built in. I think some of those are cute, but I don't know. I, it feels maybe a little, um, like lingerie-ish to me. And not that that's bad because I think a lot of them are fine, but I probably take a more conservative approach to this. Um, and would say that I don't love most of them. Again, there are some that are cute, but um, maybe not like my all-time favorite. Um, all right, jean skirts. So, you know, the ones um, that are like down to the floor and then they have like a slit. Some of them have like a slit in the middle or like on the side. I don't know about this one, guys. I think there are some people that really can pull it off. I don't think I'm one of them. I've got short legs. Um, so that just like doesn't look great on me. Um, but I don't know. I just don't love this trend. I think it's a little too modest. I know the corsets, I was talking about being modest, but it just feels weird. Like, are we trying to look? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I love this one. Um, but that's just me. Okay, cargo pants. Um, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background. So cargo pants, I love these. I think they're, I love anything oversized. Um, I love that they're baggy. I love um, how you can wear like an oversized shirt with them or you can wear like a tighter shirt. I just think they're super versatile and comfy and I'm all about that. Um, so that I would have to say is a yes from me. Um, but I will say men or boys, um, please do not ever wear cargo shorts again. That was very traumatizing. Um, and I just don't think the cargo shorts are like a vibe. So, um, yeah, just maybe let's not go back to that. Um, let's see. Okay. So the denim on denim, I'm really, really loving. I tried this, um, for the first time. Let me see. I'm trying to look back. I think this was like in the summer, honestly, but it was like too hot to wear. Uh, denim on denim, but into the fall and winter, like that has been a staple for me. Like I love the look of it, fun little hat, um, little tennis shoes. Like I just think it's such an easy and like fun look. Um, Ethan calls it my Canadian tuxedo, but that's okay because nothing against Canadians. Like I love the denim on denim. So, um, that one's fun for me. And also the sheer, um, like tops that you wear, you know, like something over or under, like, I think those are really cute and, um, just a fun way to like 
ex- almost accessorized like with a shirt. So I think that's fun. Um, I do love anything oversized. I feel like I will always love anything oversized. It's just cozy, easy to throw on. Um, and I think that it's something that will probably not go out of style. I say that and watch it will, but, um, yeah, so that's, you know, kind of my hot take on some of the most recent, um, fashion trends. If you want any more, let me know. You can um, drop a comment if you're listening on Spotify or um, you can, I think, I think on Apple you can, but maybe I'm wrong. I think maybe you can just leave a review on Apple. Um, But wherever you're listening, thank you. I am so grateful that you're here. And um, by the time this episode releases, I will have gone live with my podcast. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And thank you if you're new here. Um, just am so grateful that people want to listen to me. Um, and that you find this stuff interesting because a lot of times I just talk to myself. So um, Ethan, I think I've stated this, but Ethan... We're planning to get him on the podcast, and then I really want to interview people, um, and I've got a list going, but if you feel like you have a short, excuse me, a story to share, um, or want to be on the podcast, let me know. I'm really open to anything, um, and yeah, I'm just grateful that you're here. Okay, so um, somebody also in the question box had asked about devotionals and what devotionals I like. Um, current, I mean, I've gone through several, um, in the past, but I would say currently the ones that I'm liking, I have a list, so I'm just going to read it off to you. Um, the first one is called On Our Knees by Phil Wickham. Um, it's a great way to just stop and, um, just write what you're grateful for. And he really goes into prayer and, it's, it's just a great, like every day devotional, um, living fearless. Okay. So this is actually a book by his name is Jamie Winship. Um, and it has been really transformational, um, for me and I think would be for you as well. It is, um, it, again, it's not so much a devotional, I guess, as it is a book, but it feels to me like a devotional, just the ways that he goes through um, certain topics and um, he goes through like figuring out your true identity and it's just really good and um, I've really enjoyed that and I feel like I've grown a lot from that. So that is a good one. Um Okay, Ellie Holcomb has one, and I'm spacing. I didn't write the name of it. Um, spacing on the name right now, but it's. I can see it. It's blue and gold. It's beautiful. Um, it's a great Devo, and it's, again, just a great everyday, like, read it in the morning. Um, great way. She's, she's awesome. She also has some really great songs out with her husband, Drew, so check them out. Um, this is kind of an older one and maybe like a little outdated, but Ethan and I really like it. It's the, um, morning and evening devotionals by Charles Spurgeon. Um, these are just really 
foundational and go back to like biblical truth. Um, so we really enjoy that devotional. Um, and then I also just started Upon Waking, excuse me, by Jackie Hill Perry. Um, so that's a great one. Again, she goes more into, you know, what every day needs to look like, um, or should maybe look like before we pick up our phone or things like that. But hers are really deep, um, which I love and I think are great. And Hosanna Revival, I I know about this website because my Bible is from there. Um, and it's, they have a, they have beautiful Bibles, um, but they have also, they also have great devotionals. So that's a great one, um, or a great website to check out. I know they have, um, really great devotionals. So, um, okay. Those are my, let's see. Yep. Those are my devotionals. That's my list. Okay. Um, I'll go into, I guess we, I'm just rolling right through these topics, which is fun. Um, so this one is fun. Somebody asked what a typical week in the Brooks household looks like. So, um, this is such an interesting question because the nature of both Ethan and I's jobs are just so unique. Um, I think that a lot of people maybe wouldn't understand our life or, um, our job situations. But um, this question was just intriguing to me because I think a lot of people question like why we do the things we do and um, why we've decided, you know, on the careers that we have. And um, Ethan and I have had a lot of conversation, obviously, as you do (laughs) as a married couple. Um, But we just decided that the job that he's in now Um, he works in trauma and so he, um, is in and out of hospitals every day, um, helping with, he's not a doctor, um, but he does help with, um, the surgeries. So I always explain it to people like this. So say you break your arm, um, you have to go in and maybe they have to put a plate on it or, um, some screws to hold it together. Ethan is the guy in the room helping the doctor decide, um, which plates and which screws to go, um, on your arm that would fit you best. Um, so that's a very, very, very simplified way to describe his job. Um, it's so much more than that, but because it is trauma, um, that means it's unpredictable, right? So you never know when somebody's going to fall and break their arm or, um, you know, an elderly woman maybe falls and breaks her hip and they've got to go in in the middle of the night and fix that. Um, so because of that, we decided, you know what, this is a great job. It provides, um, financially for us and, um, it will help within Ethan's career to kind of set him up, um, for things down the road. So whether that's with his same company or a different company or something completely different, um, he will still have experience within this field. Um, and so that was just really important to us. And it means, um, 
sacrificing a lot for each other, um, our family. We miss out on a lot of family stuff. One Christmas he had to leave, so we missed out on Christmas. So um, it's hard, and I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't understand, but together we've decided um, to be on the same page about it and um, to really just embrace this season of both of us working really hard um and yes we we do still get time together not as much as we would like um but we still see each other and we've just decided that this is really a time to build um and grow before we grow our family so we're you know building financially we're building relationally um and just kind of figuring out a lifestyle that works for both of us. So all of that to say, um, a typical week in our home is really different just depending on the week, because as you guys know, I'm also a wedding and event planner. So my weekends are full, but my week days are fairly open, um, which is just kind of backwards for a lot of people. And, um, again, a lot of people probably will not understand, but that's okay. And I think that's, um, you know, that goes to say for anybody in a similar situation or whether it's, you know, work or kids or really anything like a lot of people are not going to understand your situation and that's okay. And you have to be on the same page with your spouse. And as long as you two agree and, you know, decide together um, to move forward in your career or your family or moving to a different state. Um, as long as you both are on the same page about that and um, agree upon that, I think that that's really what matters and what's important and nobody else really matters or should matter. Um, so that's kind of what I have to say about that. But um, typical week. So Ethan is usually out the door by six every day. Um, now that does vary based on the cases he has that day. Um, some days he's here until 10 a.m. The other day he was here um, all day, like in the morning until like 3 p.m. And then he had to leave at 3 and he was gone until like midnight. So it really just varies and he's um you know within three to four hospitals I would say every day um you know some days he's at one some days he's at four so um that is kind of in the morning what that looks like and then I'll wake up I'll take Maverick out I'll feed him I'll read my bible a little bit and make breakfast lunch sometimes make dinner um so that we have it and then, you know, take my supplements. Um, sometimes I take Mav on a walk depending on the weather. Just try to keep up with all the day-to-day -day stuff, right? So like laundry and just like cleaning. I know that sounds really like basic, but it's true. And then um, I just get on my computer and respond to emails or whatever I have for the day. Um, a lot of times it's just planning for future um, weddings or parties or whatever that looks like. So um, yeah, that that 
it's kind of the morning slash afternoon. And then Ethan will usually get home around 8, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. Um, and then we just do it all again the next day. Um, we got Maverick last year. And again, a lot of people thought we were crazy, but it has been so good for me. And honestly, for us, um, one, to train him together, but two, just for me, because I'm home with him a lot, like I work from my computer at home. So, um, just having him here is comforting, um, just to know that he's by my side and my little buddy. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, obviously all the other stuff is mixed in there, like grocery shopping and, um, I mean, there are days where Ethan will go in at six and he's home at one and we have a little lunch together or we'll go to Target or go on a date or something like that, like a little day date. Um, but that's very rare. So don't think that that's like normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, his schedule's so random. So we just try to, you know, take the time that we have together to really spend it together and be together. Um, so that's kind of a typical day slash week. Um, sometimes I'm traveling for weddings this upcoming week. I'm going, um, back to Indiana to, you know, do a few walkthroughs and meet with some people. So that is that, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, sometimes I'll have like fun things too, right? So I'll do photo shoots. I've been working on my podcast. Um, so it's not, you know, just an easy everyday life. Um, we are still both grinding it out and working for this, you know, season. Um, but it is a great season and we've, we've really loved, um, yeah, just this time together. So, um, okay. I'm going to wrap it up. I know this is like a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, but I'm going to wrap it up with somebody asked the question of how to be a godly wife in a modern and worldly world. Um, so this is, I'm sure there are so many more people who are more qualified on, on this topic because I've only been married gosh, three, four years. We've been together for five, I guess. So we've only been married three years. Um, but this, I've learned a lot, honestly, in three years. And I'll share with you kind of the highlights of what I've learned, but there's so much more to this. And like I said, um, probably people who are more qualified to speak on this than I am. Um, but what I've learned about being a godly wife in a modern world, I would say the top thing is to be praying with and to be praying for your spouse. Now, those two are, are different um, because obviously praying with them, you know, you're sitting down together praying, um, but praying for your spouse is a completely, I feel like, um, it's not, it's not a new concept, but it's just a concept that people are not usually familiar or comfortable with in our world. And so, you know, when you say, um, hey, like I'm praying for you and you're serious about it, like that's, that's huge. And I think that 
even that even goes into being like a godly friend and sister and mom and all of those things like praying for your spouse is so powerful and I just don't think we realize the weight that our words have um and our words can either bring life or death and so why not speak life over your home and over your spouse um, and over your marriage? So I think praying for your spouse and for your marriage is huge, but also just praying with them because there's nothing more intimate than the two of you sitting down together um, and praying, whether that's before bed or in the morning or before a meal. Um, it's just really binding and it's really powerful and it really connects us to the Holy Spirit. And so I think those are, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but those are probably my top two. Um, other than getting in the word separately and then getting in the word together, um, that's huge because, you know, if the Bible, the Bibles are you know, manual for life, right? It's our instruction manual. So if you guys are in that together um, and you're figuring out this thing called life together through the word of God um, that's living and active, that's huge. And that um, I think is just going to bring this heavenly presence in your home as well. Um, Some things that maybe don't um, revolve around the Bible or praying would be, um, get a mentor or get family or friends around you who have gone before you, who have walked the walk, who have gone through hard things, um, get advice from them, get their input on, um, all things, marriage and relationships and hardships and arguments, um, and just kind of pick their brains because it never hurts to have, um, you know, the advice and the leadership and the mentorship of people older and wiser than us that have gone before us. Um, so that was, I would say that's huge. Um, and then the last one for us, I would say, get into a small group, get into a group that, um, you connect with on a weekly or monthly basis, um, people that are going to help you grow and um, walk alongside you in that growth through hard times, um, through good times. I would say the thing that really did it for us was having married friends. Um, for the longest time, I felt like, okay, I'm married and none of my friends are and I'm I love my friends, but they're either all single or they're still dating or whatever. Um, and so really just getting those married friends for us was a game changer. We were able to connect and talk about things that, um, you know, if you're not married, you may not really understand. Um, so those I would say are the main ones for us. And for me, that have helped me kind of try to be more of a godly wife in a modern world. So I hope that's helpful to you. Um, again, this episode was a little bit shorter. Um, I have so many uh, topics and things that I want to talk about. But if you guys have anything you want to hear, just drop it in the comments. Um, 
I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to topics. I'm open to really anything. So um, thank you so much for listening. And I am going to sign off here and probably record a couple other um, episodes. So um, thank you guys for being here. Follow this show, like, comment, review, anything you can, share it on your pages. Um, that would just mean the world to me. So thank you and we'll see you next time.